Hey everyone, welcome to the LOD Podcast. Hello, hello. Uh, today, it's just us. It's just us. No Larry. No, no Larry. Dang, this is RFP Larry. Just kidding, y'all. He's just taking a break. It's okay. It's okay. He's resting. He, he needs to rest. He needs to rest. He'll be back next week. We he promise. will be. Hopefully. Um, if he needs more rest, he will give him more rest. It's okay. Yeah, you know, spring break. Rest up, y'all. Rest when you oh, need Oh, y'all hearing this on Monday. Y'all, y'all spring break is over. We back to school. Back to school. Happy day after Easter, everyone, for those yes, that yes. celebrate, you know? Easter. Yes, sir. Um, this week was pretty eventful. We're already in April. Yeah, that's wild to me. A quarter of this year is gone already. Like, three Stop. months gone. Just like that. Oh Boom, my done, God. over. We have, like, eight months left. Quick math. Change. It's nine. No, it's not. It's eight. 12 minus three. But we're in April. Oh, ha. But if you count this month, we're only in the beginning. Okay, anyways. Then what was it? Anyways, it's spring. Spring has sprung. Don't say that. That sounds weird. That's how you say it. Anyways. But I was going to say it's April because now all the theme parks are open. Oh, yeah. So you already know I'm about to hit up Six Flags. I remember we used to be like, damn, April 2021. That's like in forever. And boom, we're here already. Six yeah. Flags already open. Disneyland's Finsta open. Knots. What? Legoland, Studios. Studios. Theaters are opening. And, and, and. And, 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 and. Baseball games. Oh, yeah. We get to go to baseball games, celebrate our our Dodgers. Staples, too. That's opening? It's going to open, yeah. That's crazy. just saw it today. And for um, us that are in school, that means we only got two months left. As seniors, we have like one month left. Y'all got this. That's crazy. Anyone doing college as well. And Go through. Summer's almost here. A month from today, I'll be officially committed to a college, wow. y'all. That's crazy. Wow. Damn. Okay. Well, today's topic, um, we're going to continue the topic of, uh, that's weird, continue the theme yeah. of sharing stories um, of people that are really, like, people that we kind of look up to, take inspiration from. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, we, we love our guests. We love our guests that we've had in the past. Um, hopefully soon we get maybe a new guest or a returning guest. I don't know. If you're yep. listening to this and you want to have a conversation, let us know. Um, but today, um, I, I was I got to choose who we talked about today. Um, and from the moment I heard her poem, um, I was oh, like, yeah, this is was, her. That was wild. This is her. Um, it. So it's Amanda Gorman. Mm-hmm. Um, is she was the one that did the poem um, in the inauguration of Joe Biden. Joe Biden in January. In January. She also shared a spoken word, I believe it's Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. She also did that. Yeah, in the commercials. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about her. Um, so kind of her background and stuff. She... Born and raised. She's born and raised in Los from the Angeles. only, the one and only go. Los Angeles. Where champions are made. Where Let's champions go. are. She, she. Talking about champions. You see a list in the final four. <laughs> when this episode is up, I'm either going to listen to it happy or sad. Huh. Um, because the game is Saturday, so two days before the episode comes out. But it's okay. Um, she is the youngest inaugural poet in u.s history so she's the youngest to ever do it um as well as an award-winning writer 
and graduated from Harvard University. Wow. Harvard University. Um, and her degree in sociology. Sociology, yep. Yeah. And cool. she's written for the New York Times and has three books forthcoming with Penguin Random House, which is a publishing uh, uh, company for books. That's dope. So imagine, so you're the youngest to ever do it. How old is she? She's 23. She's only 23 years old. She was 22 at the time. Yeah, because her birthday, her was, birthday in was in March. So she was 22 and she was giving up, she was saying a poem that she wrote mm-hmm. at Inauguration Day or at the inauguration of Joe Biden. Yeah. So if y'all listening to this and y'all past the age of 23, what were y'all doing at 23? Yeah. You're going to be 23 in what? Five years? Six years? Yeah, she was 16. She when, no, when she wrote her poetry book. Homegirl oh, was so. 16. That's crazy. That is talent, y'all. What were y'all doing? Damn. Not, not, not to, to put mention, y'all down. Not to put y'all down, but. Not to mention. Perspective. She is also an activist for yep. feminist issues, for African-American issues, if yep. you guys didn't know. Uh, she is of black descent, so of course. Yep. Um, so yeah, damn, bro. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And um, not to say, you know, she didn't struggle, because of course she struggled. Yeah. You know, everybody struggles. However, you just wouldn't expect her to have a speech impediment, which she did. She did um, as a child. A lot like Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, he had his stutter. Um, she eventually went to therapy in childhood. And it says that she didn't view her speech impediment as a crutch. Rather, she saw it as a gift and as a strength. That's straight from her, word, her own words. Damn, that's So crazy. as a crutch. So she didn't see it like... Uh, support or something that was there because of her and it's a visual uh, it's it's for people like her i feel like you need to take her words and then kind of find a deeper meaning what she says everything she says is very pers- purposeful um but like when you see someone in a crutch or in a cast it's very obvious mm-hmm. that they're like something something's going on Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming the speech impediment was very obvious. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a little, like a little list at the end of like S and, and SH or anything like that. I feel like it's, I don't know. We'll have to do more research, but it was probably very obvious. And what's crazy is she didn't, she didn't hate it, you know. And even, even if at a young age she didn't know. She was going to be a poet. She obviously had to have some interest in speaking. Yeah. And then for her to have a speech impediment and then it not discourage her from it. That's, that's true perseverance to me. It's crazy. Yep. So she went to school in Santa Monica. Um, she actually stayed in one school for her whole life. Her whole educated like K through twelve. It's fauché. So, <laughs> so like she went kinder all the way through graduation, which is kind of insane. Imagine the same people, same teachers, yep. same. They've seen you since you were little. That's crazy. Would you like to go to school? I, I probably would have liked it. I I I had to change schools. You had to change schools a couple of times too. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I would have liked it. I would have liked staying with my friends. But then again, like, you don't really meet new people. So maybe there's a downside. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I kind of 
I, that happened to me in elementary school where every year we I had the same teacher every nice. year of elementary school and we had the same people in our class. People would come and go, you know, but it was always just mainly us. And I liked it. However, I feel like it didn't give me the chance to experience like Mm-hmm. or get to know other people you know get you, get you. yeah and not to mention it was a private school so yeah that her, kind of oh, her school was a private school yeah yeah her school is a private school so that kind of you know says a lot and mm-hmm. yeah i have been to a couple schools i went i've been to three different high schools uh the first one didn't really count but then again like it's it's on my record so, yeah, so it did kind of count um i moved schools my junior year you know started fresh that was crazy um i can't personally relate to the speech impediment because i never had anything like that um mm-hmm. have you? i haven't had a speech impediment. i've known you my whole life and i'm like how you crazy i do however like even um a couple years ago i think my whole life i used to make fun of andy for having glasses <laughs> and not being able to see and then you know now he could see and then i'm the blind one yeah i think that's the only thing you know and the fact that she didn't see it as an insecurity that's yeah crazy. i think that's a big thing to draw from her story um how she took on challenges mm-hmm. um because like it's it's kind of crazy it's like uh let me see it's like a make or break you know yeah it's like if you're a writer and you you share the spoken word in your own words like your own voice having a speech impediment would make it very difficult for you to actually do it yeah it's like being an athlete and then getting injured and then still playing no 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 because no it's like being like let's say um that's a tough one yeah it's hard to compare it i don't think we should compare it no no speech impediments that's straightforward um speech impediments are more common than you think yeah that's facts if anything um people people don't even know they have one until someone maybe points it out because like thinking about it mm -hmm. um have you heard your own recording like, oh my god, to the I podcast hate it. After. I hate it so much. I hate listening to my voice. What I tend to do is I tend to slur my words. Yeah. Because same. I speak too fast sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, sobbies. Or sometimes my accent comes out. <laughs> Not saying it's a speech impediment. It's just no, it's really hard. It's just really hard to communicate with people when they don't understand your accent. Yeah. Yeah. Or when you can't find the right words in English. So you say it in Spanish and I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? So yeah, so oh, I want to yeah. kind of go into her her uh, story in a sense of like the journey she went through. So when she was small, she actually wanted to like go to a big school and achieve great things, um, but she was in LA, um, and she was she was a a black girl growing up in LA. Um, obviously, it's it's in the years in the year two thousand, so it wasn't as bad as it used to be but she still needed to grow up in that in that space and she went to school in santa monica which is known to be a predominantly white neighborhood predominantly white area it's yeah. one of the most famous attractions in when coming to other people come to la 
or California even. They want to oh, yeah. live here. True. Go to California. So imagine those struggles in a private K through 12 institution with a speech impediment with a speech impediment and being knowing actively since you were young that you were the minority. Yep. Damn. But she she didn't let that stop her though. She yeah. didn't let that stop her and Conker she went to Harvard. She, she went to Harvard on a scholarship. On a scholarship. So she didn't just yeah. get accepted. She got in there with a scholarship. Damn. It's kind of insane. But then she didn't even stop there. So I'm gonna kind of read off what we have here. She published a poetry book, which was called The One for Whom Food Is Not Enough in 2015. So she was 16. She was 16. In 2016, the year after, she founded the nonprofit organization One Pen, One Page, which is a youth writing and leadership program. 17. So she founded, she wrote a book, she founded an organization, a nonprofit. While at Harvard, she became the first person to be named National Youth Poet. What do you say that? Laureate. Laureate in April. 2017. She was 18. And then that same year, um, she said that she wanted to be to run for president in 2036. Okay, I was planning to run for president, but now I see. Well, I mean, I would have to run the year after in 2040, but I wouldn't want to follow that because I know I would not be able to. But why not? I don't know. It's just, I just, I don't know, you know? But that, that's the thing. You don't know. I don't know. I don't that's, even know what I want to do in my life. But yeah, the but, fact that she's already thinking of that. And I yeah. think it says a lot. You know, even now, like people are like, oh, no, I don't want it for president because I know I wouldn't get elected. But you don't know that. It just shows how progressive she sees oh, yeah. the future. And it yep. shows how, you know, it's crazy that we've only had one african-american president and mm-hmm. like the whole time this country has been founded and the fact that she's even talking about that is wow yeah it's genuinely inspiring and kamala harris is the first um kamala 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 harris is the um first yeah. not even not only the first woman, woman. vice president uh-huh. She's the first ethnic, meaning she's, of color. she's, yeah, she's African-American and she's also, I believe. Look at it. Look at it before you she's, say it. <laughs> she's Asian. I know that. Um, we'll look really it up right sure now. But her mom is from. What we're trying to kind of get at, um, and if you're listening, it's, it's, it's that we know, like, and it's been established that talent, that creativity um that it could come from places like la or people would say like how 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 is it possible for something to come out of a place like that but i think it's been very well established that she's indian mm-hmm. um but i think it's very it's been very well established mm-hmm. people coming from from places that um historically have been looked down upon or have been uh, predominantly of of the of the minority group of a minority group. I'm thinking of places like Compton. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of places like Inglewood, um, like LA, South Central, South Central, East LA, East LA, um, like 
Echo Echo Park area. Mm -hmm. um, K Town. K Town. But this is mostly within us, but I'm pretty sure, and no matter where you're listening from, you have an idea of what it means to be um, from a minority town, even if you don't identify with it. Mm. Like, you know which town in your neighborhood or what part in your neighborhood not to go into, quote-unquote, or um, what type of people, quote-unquote, um, come from there historically. But it's been very well established that people from those neighborhoods can succeed and can thrive. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just she went to Harvard. She went to Harvard on a scholarship. She published a book. She uh, founded a nonprofit. She wrote even more books. She won even more awards. So it's kind of like, so then how, where do we go from here? Like, what am I drawing from this? Mm -hmm. And my biggest thing to draw from this is that you shouldn't be limited from where you, like, you shouldn't be limited to where people see you. Mm -hmm. um, because like you said, the whole, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Well, of course you don't know because it's in the future. You're not really going to know. You can make plans. Um, but people probably, the people that believed in her probably saw her going to Harvard when she applied. Mm -hmm. But she believed in it more than saying, you know what? I'm going to fund a nonprofit and I'm going to write a book. Mm -hmm. So my question to people listening would be, are you falling short or are you underestimating yourself? Mm. Like, are you like, of course, living out your dreams, this is what we're all about. And we've had guests who, who are living out their dreams, who have lived out part of their dreams, who haven't really had, are stepping into a new phase to where new dreams can be discovered. But the biggest thing is not underestimating yourself or undermining yourself. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So I kind of want to go into this now. Hold on. Can I say something? Yeah. Um, I know a lot of, you know, last week's um, episode, mm -hmm. we talked about Malala. and Malala. We, yeah. Most of the episode was focused on her struggle. We focused on the struggles and yeah. we focused on um, what she went through. And it's not without to say that everyone doesn't struggle. Everyone struggles to an extent. Yep. However, a lot of success stories, a lot of stories of people living out their dreams don't always have to have a rough past. Yep. You don't always have to, you know, persevere over something huge. You don't yep. always have to go through something traumatic or something tragic in order for your story to be a success. It's perfectly fine. You know, your life was fine. That's okay. You know, people have the privilege of having a pretty fine life. I and think I think, yeah, I think yeah. we've to an extent are all have, you know, some sort of struggle. However, in this episode, we're not focusing on um, the fact that she had to overcome. It's her, more what she's, it's more what she's doing. Yeah. Um, to live out her dreams. This podcast is about living out your dreams. Um, and if people have a rough backstory, so be it. But just know that, you know, you don't have to have some traumatic yeah. 
story. You don't have to have, you know, a lot of people call it the, what is it? The villain, um, like when a villain turns bad because of a certain thing that happened in their life, mm. like a villain storyline or something like that, you don't have to be, you know, like a hero that like losses, you don't have to be like Batman, he lost his parents. His parents were shot right in front of him. So he decided to be good. Some of you have fairly nice lives. You can still live out your dreams. Yeah. And even if you don't know what your dream is, you can still live it out. Like she is, she's still pretty young, but she's been awarded and she's accomplished a lot, a lot of things at her young age. So here's, yeah. And like drawing on that point, um, what you do, a lot of people around you remember that they're watching you. Mm -hmm. Um, for me to see someone very close to my age be at the inauguration and sure words like she did i was i was like yo i could do something like that like i could do that um and of course it, it gave me inspiration but it also made me realize that some of the dreams that could be achieved are not even on my radar like some of the things that i could accomplish aren't even on my radar Mm-hmm. because i've limited that radar yeah. I've, I've set a boundary to what i can do mm-hmm. uh, for example like graduating mm-hmm. graduating college the goal is to graduate right or graduate high school or mm-hmm. complete a job a task but to do it efficiently to do it at the top of your class to do things in that process that's something completely different mm-hmm. she didn't go from from high school to college to inauguration speech or spoken word, she had to go through milestones that Mm -hmm. accredited her to to the ability to have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So doors can't open. Um, You can't have dreams if you don't expose yourself to those opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, And you were also saying how she's, you know, your age and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I just want to let y'all know the purpose of this podcast is not to say, oh, look at all these people, look yeah. at all of these youngsters, it's, look at all of these that. women doing all of this. What are you doing? It's not to minimize your dream. It's not no. to compare you with them because for all, for all I know, your dream could be to, you know, set up your own bakery and, you know, that's your dream. Your dream could be to preach. Your dream yeah. could be, I don't know, own a flower shop, something, graduate, write a book. Your dreams don't have to be big and spectacular. Your dreams don't have to be, you know, the inauguration. Your dreams don't have to be winning a Nobel Peace Prize. If that is good for you, but we're just, we're all regular people. Yeah. You know, if anything, it's to motivate you, to inspire you, to, you know, put, that little push that you need to do it. A lot of the, a lot of our guests on LOD, I admire them because not only have they accomplished their dream, they're still doing it in the way that is them. Their Mm -hmm. dream is uniquely them and their story is uniquely theirs. And again, this podcast is to say that. It's so. it's living out your dreams. Mm-hmm. We've like, been over this thousands of yeah. times, but at the end of the day, this is what the episodes are about. 
And I think, uh, and I specifically why I chose Amanda was because um, some people say that when you you can't live out your dreams until you reach that certain point. Mm-hmm. But no, the, the truth is that you could start living out your dream way before you get to the end goal, mm-hmm. like whatever you want to accomplish. Yeah, she accomplished thousands of things before she even graduated, before she even started college. Yep. And that was part of living her dream. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, you wake up, you wake up Monday, right? You, uh, you brush your teeth. I hope. You know, almost, <laughs> thank you, Beth. Um, you get your coffee or you get your breakfast or whatever, or you go work out on, on a fasting, you pray, you open your Bible, whatever it may be. Um, but that's living out your dream. Mm-hmm. That is living out your dream. And to her, um, like for me to look at her, like, wow, that is part of living out my dream, mm-hmm. drawing inspiration from people, um, applying your knowledge, um, exposing yourself to people who believe in you. That's part of living out your dream. A lot of people get so consumed by trying to achieve something that they forget to live mm-hmm. and they get to, they get to a point where they're like, Oh snap. I probably should have just enjoyed the ride. She's 23. Mm-hmm. She's 23. Her dream, she's kind of said her dream, quote unquote, her goal is more specific. Her goal is to become president or to run for presidency. But you never know what 2036 is going to look like. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be 36 years old. Shout out to people born in 2000. <laughs> Super easy to calculate my age. Um, Damn, we're going to be grown. Yep. Big grown. But we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We yeah. may have plans. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I can't, like, Amanda, she she grew up, she went to private school, Harvard. I say nonchalantly, but those are great accomplishments. Of course. Um, and then she, I see her on TV. And I'm like, yo, how old is she? Like, what do I have to do to get there? Mm-hmm. And then I see that it wasn't just her. It's the people around you. Oh, yeah, definitely. And Ladach, uh, Jonathan, shout out to Jonathan, if you're listening. Um, he said kind of the same thing. It's when, when we were talking about his, his um, acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, it was, it was not just me. It was my community. Uh-huh. that helped me through like it was something that I did and then he he kind of also said like I didn't really go through anything that was traumatic in a way mm-hmm. but I still had to face the struggles that came with being um undocumented that came with being um a Latino a minority mm-hmm. um and drawing strength from what people see or what people would tell you is a weakness or a disadvantage that is what we're trying to do with this one with amanda because from the start and i think it may have to do a lot with her parents or how she was raised Mm -hmm. she didn't see her speech impediment as something that was bad or that was weakening or um that put her down she was like no this is my superpower like this is something I can use. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I wanted to say. Um, I kind of want to go over her awards and her honors, her accomplishments. 
Um, so keep this in mind. She's 23. Mm-hmm. The year's 2021. Do the math, okay? You go and do the quick math as I read. Me? Wait, hold yes. on, hold on. Uh, hold on, hold on. So we're going to start. You ready? 1998. She was born in 1998. Mm-hmm. In 2014. She was? She was. Oh, crap. <laughs> she was 16. She was 16. She was 16. She was 16. Chosen. Wait, how is she 16 in 2000? Oh, yeah, she is. Okay. Chosen as inaugural youth poet laureate. Laureate. Laureate of, of Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. So, she's, of LA. She's done inauguration before. So, of LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2017. She was 19. Two years later, yeah. Chosen as National Youth Poet. I wish I wrote this word. Laureate. I Laureate. think that's how you say it. I don't know. Um, so, she, so, she went from LA to National. That's crazy. Next. An Aussie Genius Award, which I'm assuming is like a prestigious company that... Or... Or it's uh, an acronym. Could be. Um, but she received an, a Genius Award. So it's Aussie Genius Award. Next year after 2018. She was or 20. She 20. Named one of Glamour Magazine's College Woman of the Year. Hmm. 2019. She's what, 21 at this point? Named the Roots Young Futurist List. So she made the list for Young Futurists. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like basing young people on how on their accomplishments. Twenty twenty one, this year, selected to read at the inauguration of Joe Biden, becoming the youngest poet to ever, youngest mm-hmm. poet ever to read at the U.S. presidential inauguration. Damn, yo. Same year, so this year, this year, highlighted by Time Magazine in their Time one hundred next list under the category of. Phenoms. Damn, not like phenomenon. I mean, phenoms is the kind of the noun of phenomenon, right? It's like oh, the yeah. it's like <laughs> to describe the. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I I always struggle with nouns and adjectives. Phenom is a person who is outstandingly talented or admired, especially by an up and comer. So she's a phenom. That's, I didn't even know that was a word. I kind of want to touch on this a little bit more. I want that to be, I want to be a phenom. So like, le, le. damn, Lord Heidi, the what phenom. List, what list would you make? What I make? What yeah. do you mean? Like, what would people categorize you as? <laughs> People's 100 most beautiful people. <laughs> oh my God. Most beautiful people. Yeah. Top 100 uh, best looking siblings. Person of the year. Person of the year. That's crazy. And then what do you consider yourself? A lord. A phenom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to stop using that word, bro. I'm a phenom. Phenom. No, but. That's That's my full name if you guys didn't know. Lord Heidi the phenom. No. No last name. (laughs) Only Andy has a last name. Oh, my. Only commoners have first names and last names. Andy Quesadilla. Ew! Um, oh my god, I hated that. Andres Cas- Andres Cas- no, I am Lord Heidi, the phenom of, and then no, just stop insert there. my hometown. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I kind of just want to say, like, okay, we've been talking about what people have categorized her as, which is winning these awards. Other people give you awards, right? 
It's kind of, it's kind of weird. I'm I give myself say, I'm awards. I mean, I know because recognition is someone else giving it, but but the mindset of saying, you know what, I am the best, or maybe I will be the best, is a mindset that gets you places that uh, no no other person can reach. Yeah, there's like being humble, right? And you're like, oh no, I'm not the best, but. You know, if you're obviously getting recognized for it, you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. You don't discredit yourself just because you're yes, trying to be humble. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's what I'm trying to get at. Don't don't be like, oh no, like they're just doing it. It's not because, like, girl, yeah. If you don't go up there and receive that high honor roll, <laughs> principal's real, honor roll, the real. dean's list, if mm-hmm. you don't go up there and receive that, you work your butt off. Mm-hmm. To to like be your best. There are people that would love to be in your position. Yep. They would love it. They're envious. <laughs> I mean, we're face. <laughs> um, but yes, like it's, we, we often talk about the good part of living out your dreams, but the ugly is other people envying you, being jealous of you, putting Definitely. you down. And there will always be haters. Haters always, gonna always, gonna always. Hate. Haters, haters going to hate. That's what they do. Drink their okay? haterade. But you don't focus on pleasing everybody. There nope. comes a point in your life where you're just like, you know what? I'm going to do what's best for me. Yeah. Put yourself first without discrediting those that put you there. Well said. I like that. That's I been like brewing that. and I've been waiting for the perfect moment to say. Anyway. Shut uh, <laughs> so shout out to Amanda. Say? If you haven't seen the speech, oh, yeah. please, for the love of God. The spoken word is so beautiful. Go. Oh my gosh. I love it. Even the Super Bowl commercial. I was just También. I was just trying to win some some quick food with the Super Bowl. And then I ended up crying because of a commercial. And it was her commercial. It'd be like that. That's why that's crazy. Shout out to all of the aspiring poets. I don't know how you guys do it. I tried to write poetry one time. It was it was about food. <laughs> I had it for my uh, hey, about for food. my drama class. I had to write a motivational speech. It was about food. food. Nice. And some people wrote about roaches. Uh, some about candy. Yeah, it was wild. Oh yeah, shout out to y'all because I don't know the way. They intentionally pick every word. The way even the way you say it. Yeah. Like that's a big role. I would read all these uh poetry in uh AP Spanish literature. And even the structure of the poem mm-hmm. says so much. The number of syllables in each poem says so much. It's crazy to me. It's mind blowing. Let me blow your mind real quick. Let me blow your mind real quick. So Bro, you if you pick, notice it, everything is put like rap. That, I was gonna say that. So rhythm and poetry. Okay, let's take words that have no physical form, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you like write it or print out a big old post. Anyway, <laughs> but they're an abstract thing, right? Yeah. That could be turned into something beautiful. Yeah. Now you have physical things like physical art, like painting, uh, like visual like art. Visual art. Okay. Graphic design, art that Dancing. we create. Uh huh. Create. Now, imagine us. Mm-hmm. Everything that's in us can make that happen. That's why. 
you know what they're doing it's almost you know like uh drawing painting dancing all of that stuff is like you come up with it yourself yeah you know it's in your head however poetry and writing these words already, already exist. exist and it's up to you to give them a different meaning you already exist but you have been created with a purpose it's up to you to find that purpose and the beautiful thing about life even if you don't believe in god the beautiful thing about life is that it's constantly changing mm-hmm. people see that as, as something to fear like oh i'm afraid of change embrace the it's, change it's, it's inevitable and it's a reasonable it's a reasonable um fear to fear change but embrace the good type of change um it's it is so good to be humble it is so good because it speaks about your character you embrace things you give thanks Mm -hmm. but don't be um how do you say it in english um when you say uh conformista don't be complacent don't be complacent Mm -hmm. that's what i'm trying to say um when life gives you uh something you have to struggle through let it be your let it be your hero story like let it be your your come up dang i miss larry i'm not gonna lie yeah he would have so much to say about this so much to say he'll probably start <laughs> rapping oh god i'll be like larry some poetry please you do this yes shout out to larry if you haven't listened go listen to Gonzo. guns on spotify and all streaming platforms i hope <laughs> I, I am larry alexander alexander all right, y'all. Thank you guys for listening. We know this episode was kind of weird. Um, it's our first first episode being alone. Yeah, so it's kind of, you know, we're constantly talking and we're constantly bouncing off. We of have each the other's same ideas. ideas. We have the same yeah. ideas. So you notice words. how we just said that at the same time? Um, Are you weird? <laughs> so, y'all, we promise we'll get better at this. We're still getting used to the storytelling because we're still yeah. used to having guests on Facts. Um, and have them do a lot of the talking if you guys have a story yes 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 if you're listening you're like man i i I really want to tell my story or i know someone and they're a little shy or or if you want us to talk about somebody facts anyone specific we're open to anything and everything it doesn't have to be someone you discovered or that people talk about we could talk about someone everybody knows yeah like obama Yes. Everybody know Obama. <laughs> so, with that said, dang, I was supposed to start praying. With that said, everybody bow your head, close your I don't know. I just feel like I do that a lot. <laughs> Anyways, um, habit. bear with habit. us, y'all. We're going through a, a little a little transition from guests yeah. to storytelling. And I'm not very a very good storyteller. If I'm reading, I'm you. fine with it. Well, well yeah, we're not but really we have to make these episodes, you know, people just don't, they would just Google it, you know? Um, <laughs> so with that said, y'all, we hope you guys have a wonderful week. We hope your week wonderful was Monday. a great start. great start. Um, second week of April, you got this. Probably a lot of people are doing their finals right now. Oh, we know the semester just started. Never mind. You're preparing for finals. You got this. For those of us that are going to graduate, we're preparing for finals. We're preparing for the last yes. month. We're almost there. This is the home stretch. That's what it's called, right? Home stretch. You know why home it's called stretch. a home stretch? It ain't even stretch. You know why it's called a home why stretch? Why is it called a home okay. stretch? Okay. Um, Make so it fast. Hurry up. Baseball? Uh-huh. You know how home stretch to, from third base to home? Mm-hmm. It's supposedly people say it's the hardest thing to run because 
you've already run first, second, and third. Oh yeah. So the home stretch is you're running the same distance. Yeah, but it's it just feels the like last you're on, time yeah. you're gonna run it. So yeah, home stretch. And then the pressure's on you. Anyways. <laughs> so home stretch, guys. We got this. Um, get to summer, baby. Yes. Um, what was I gonna say? You're gonna say this is the LOD podcast. This is Lord Heidi the Phenom. This is Andres, Andres Andy Casadilla, <laughs> Andy underscore underscore 11. Uh, sat, that's, that was cringy. I'm not going to again. Uh, setting out. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Peace. Yeah.